Good morning. Thank you so much for being here on Center Stage Nonprofits of Tucson. We are looking at really cool things that are happening in Tucson and highlighting different nonprofits and what they're doing to make our community shine. And I'm very excited to have our guest today. We have Charlie Buchanan, the CEO of Habitat for Humanity. And if you don't know about them, they've been around for, I forget, how many years did you say? 43 years. 43 years. They've been in Tucson for a long time, making a huge impact. And I'm sure that you have heard of them. But for anyone who hasn't or who doesn't know a lot about Habitat for Humanity, can you tell us just a little bit about how it got started and what you're doing in the community? Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me here today, Danielle. It's an honor to be here and talk a little bit about our work. Habitat Tucson's been serving Southern Arizona since 1980, so a little over four decades of helping families uh, achieve affordable homeownership. So our vision is that a world of where everybody has a place to call home. And so this year we'll mark our 500th home that we've built in Southern Arizona. So everything we've done is in partnership with the local community. So we have well over 3,000 volunteers that come out and swing a hammer. Only prerequisite is that you're willing. And um, we have uh, qualified staff and volunteers that help lead through the way. But we couldn't do what we do without the help of our community. And we're proud to have their support. 500th home this year. That's really exciting. It's life-changing, honestly. Uh, You know, the need for affordable housing is so substantial. But when you consider it about the power of one, it really makes a difference and it inspires you to do more. When you see how meaningful it is when somebody actually achieves their ownership opportunity, uh, you can't help but be touched and want to do more. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I didn't mention to you before the show, but I'm a realtor. And part of what I do is getting people in homes. And it's something that I'm also very passionate about. I've seen even in my own life how important it is to own a home. And I was really lucky that I got, you know, a good start in life where I was told that it was important to own a home. And so I was working toward that at a young age. But I have to say, as a high schooler and even in college, a lot of my friends didn't really understand the importance of home ownership. They didn't understand how it could set up their future and how building that equity in a home is important. And it's, it, provide stability in your life. It is so critical. Um, So you mentioned a little bit as well about just the importance of home ownership. Is that something that you're also teaching in the community a little bit as you're um, experiencing different people coming to you looking for opportunities? Uh, Certainly, yeah. We're big advocates for home ownership. And uh, it's one thing for affordable housing. It's another to secure a family through affordable home ownership. And really, uh, in our view, homeownership is a vehicle to lift people out of poverty. It's a permanent solution to lift people out of poverty and create intergenerational wealth. And a lot of that, you, you know, you mentioned acknowledging that at a young age as a realtor and you understand even knowing that information today, it's not within reach. Even working towards it, the incomes aren't supportive to be able to buy what a median home value is in our market. And so it's certainly alarming from our perspective, and we engage in advocacy at all levels, federal, local, and state, um, to express the importance of home and certainly embrace our role to do more to achieve that. You know, I also, when I bought my first home, I was a teacher. And the home that I bought as a first-year teacher 
is no longer within reach of a first-year teacher today. The affordability of homes is just, I mean, it's so hard to get into a home. Like you're saying, the median price is going up so high, the homes that were affordable being so hard to get into right now. And so having this opportunity for people, I think is just really amazing, but it also just shows that there is a huge need. So, I mean, having, how many homes are you able to build typically in about a year? On a given year, we build 12 to 15 homes. And we've okay. been at that pace for the past 15 years, but really we're looking at how we can respond in a really severe housing crisis. We acknowledge many of the facts that you're aware of today and our obligation that our community is calling us to do more. So this year we're on target to complete 20 homes. We're very proud of that. Couldn't do it without the support of community. Uh, next two years, we'd like to even do more. So uh, you can't have a strong and secure community without safe, accessible, and stable housing. Right. So a lot of that too, this 20 homes in a year, I mean, that's amazing. And so congratulations <laughs> yeah. on, Thank you. on that. But also this is a lot dependent on people coming and volunteering and people in the community who are part of this and who see this need and are able to help with that need. Can you talk about just some of the partners that you have in the community and kind of what that looks like as the whole community is working together? Absolutely. So certainly uh, there's many in our community that support Habitat financially through a gift and um, that drives future opportunity. So we're, we're primarily privately funded. And so we couldn't do it without those that invest in the importance of home and, and trust the Habitat mission to achieve that. Um, volunteers are a big part of our build. You know, 70 to 80% of our homes are built through volunteer labor. We engage nearly 3,000 volunteers that spend almost 50,000 hours uh, swinging hammers, painting, uh, doing finished trim work, and that wouldn't be achievable. Um, we wouldn't be at 20 homes without their support. We'd have to engage in uh, fee-based services that would escalate our costs in an already challenging environment, and then homes not affordable for us or for the buyer. And so these are all critical ingredients to help make the magic happen. Yeah, it's so it's so encouraging just to hear how many people are wanting to be part of it. And the need being so great, then hopefully more will hear about it and want to be part of it and that we'll get more partners for Habitat for Humanity that want to be financial partners and also to dedicate some of those hours to that. Do you have any big projects or anything that's coming up that you want to talk about? Yeah, so Habitat has been really deep, diving deep into how we can uh, accelerate our building schedule, build more homes at a quicker pace. And so within the last six months, we've launched what's called the Chuck Center. And so it's an offsite prefabrication effort where we're doing workforce training, but we're also uh, building the exterior envelope of a house um, in volume where we can do rapid deployment of housing. So it gives those that want to volunteer the opportunity to come in and uh, build in indoors, climate controlled, um, and also engage in, in teaching students and others that want to learn the construction trades and inspire their future careers and, and help them along. Um, and, and that's all a big part of our solution to serve more families. So um, it's modular design, which is entirely new. Uh, we have 12 houses starting in the next 60 days um, oh. where people can come in, build panels, uh, deploy them out to site, and do so in a faster way than we've ever been able to achieve. So it's a great moment to get engaged and be a part of something special. And how long does it typically take 
the standard home that you've been building to be built from the very beginning stages to a fully completed home? Yeah, so that that can vary on a lot of factors, um, how available um, subcontractors are, the development review process. The, but really, I'd say 12 to 18 months is a fair assessment of the space we've lived in for many years. Uh, and we're, we think that there's real bright opportunity to bring that down to a six to nine month time frame uh, with the Chuck Center and the prefabrication effort and the engagement of students. That project specifically, we're partnering with Pima Community College uh, where those students are coming in and getting outside the classroom, the hands-on experience and how to apply their learning in the construction trades. So uh, there's many wins in this project and ultimately the Southern Arizona community is the, the biggest winner. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the being able to build the homes faster and at the same time training people. So partnership with the community college is awesome. If someone wanted to learn about construction, is there an opportunity for them just to come to you directly and to get some hands-on training and kind of see if that's what they want to do? Absolutely. At our website, habitattucson.org, they can sign up for a volunteer session. That's really the best way to learn about construction. We have volunteers that have been involved with us, believe it or not, for nearly 30 years. Uh, and you'll get exposure to every facet of construction and a depth of knowledge that you just won't find anywhere else. And it's done in a supportive environment where not only you're working with these highly skilled, knowledgeable people, you're working with our future homeowners. You're working with somebody else in your community that cares. And it's a special place where we just set aside our differences and we come together because we believe in each other, in humanity, and creating opportunity for somebody that really is working hard for it and it's out of their reach. Well, and let's take a moment just to say the people that are getting the homes, they have a process where they're applying to get the home. How many applicants are you seeing right now with the housing not being affordable? You know, it's a lot harder to get into a home. How many applicants versus how many homes you're able to build right now? That, that's dramatically shifted uh, since COVID. And so uh, in January of this year, we had our most recent information session. First step to finding out about opportunities for Habitat homeownership is to attend one of those. We had well over uh, 800 people register for that. Wow. Um, and it came down to over 180 qualified applicants that we had 17 opportunities for. So we've, we're seeing people, you mentioned teachers, we're seeing people that are turning to Habitat that maybe have been able to achieve homeownership through traditional means in the market that no longer have that opportunity and they're knocking on our doors in pursuit of stable housing. And so um, it's something we're listening to intently and finding ways that we can solve more problems. Yeah, and as the the difficulty of the housing market is, you know, it's pushing more people to a place of not being able to do that. And so the needs in our community are just going to continue to grow and the need for partners and for people to get involved is just going to continue to grow. We will be back in just a couple minutes and we'll talk more about volunteer opportunities, about some partnership opportunities and how you can be part of making an impact in Tucson one family at a time. It'll be a really special opportunity, so please make sure you're back with us. Again, we're talking with Charlie Buchanan, the CEO of Habitat for Humanity. If you'd like more information about the nonprofits that we're talking about on Center Stage, you can find us at Center Stage Tucson on Facebook or Instagram. And you can always reach out to me as well, Center Stage Tucson at gmail.com. 
We'll be right back in just a couple minutes. We are back. Thank you for joining us on Center Stage. I'm Danielle Johnson, your host, and I'm here with Charlie Buchanan, the CEO of Habitat for Humanity. And if you're just tuning in, we've talked a little bit about some of the impact that Habitat for Humanity has had on the community and this year building the 500th home. So that in itself is huge. And this is all done because of partnerships within the community, because of volunteers. There are a lot of people that understand the importance of home ownership and how helping families who aren't able to buy their own homes is so important in our community and it makes such a difference. And so it's something that that I just am all about. And, you know, I think that it's a very, very cool opportunity and it's great to be able to volunteer and to give back in this way. And so we want to talk a lot about volunteering opportunities. Awesome. So first, what is the biggest need for volunteers? Well, it's hard to say the biggest because there's so many incredible, powerful ways to contribute to Habitat. Certainly, when you think of Habitat, the first thing people think of is uh, swinging a hammer, right? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And being at the construction site. And that's certainly a critical ingredient to our overall success and a lot of opportunity, no need to have the knowledge, just the willingness, a positive attitude, and um, time to share a six-hour shift on the construction site. You got to wake up a little early. Um, but certainly at the end of the day, you have a sense of achievement and uh, you've made some big impact. But there's several other ways. Our Habit Store is a critical ingredient for our annual success. That operation, uh, for those that might not be familiar, the Habit Store's uh, gently used uh, home items. So furniture, appliances, building repair, materials. And so every sale bangs a nail, as we say. And so... Um, volunteers are essential in that. So they help in receiving, they help in merchandising, they help in sales. And so a lot of opportunity to connect to the Habit Store. It's open seven days a week. Um, and then we have a whole host of administrative volunteers and decision makers for us. So um, I mentioned earlier how we select families. It's entirely volunteers. There's a group of about 15 volunteers that analyze every applicant. They go on home visits. They hear from prospective families and they make that really challenging decision of um, who our next home buyers are. So, uh, and then once families are in the program, we have a whole committee of volunteers we call family partners. So they stand shoulder to shoulder throughout their home buying journey. They help them with their homeowner's education, their financial literacy classes, and they prepare them and ensure that they're successful homeowners. Um, very meaningful way to take part in our mission at probably the most intimate level across the organization. Um, and then administrative volunteers at our offices or at the Habit Store answering phones, um, doing a variety of paperwork are all critical to help us uh, lengthen our impact. Um, there's many, many ways to contribute to our mission at Habitat Tucson. And a volunteer who wants to come and to help actually build the home, you said they don't need to have any knowledge about how to build a home. Nope. So that's a really cool opportunity for someone who doesn't know. But what is the age requirement for a volunteer? 16 and above. And uh, there are some limitations for the quantity under 18 that we can have. We have to have a supervising adult. Um, but And then they can't use certain power tools and things mm-hmm. that would put them at risk. But um, 16 and above is our our age category. 
So if you are looking to volunteer, it's a really cool opportunity. Can one person sign up by themselves? Do you need a certain number in a group? How do they sign up? You can sign up individually, habitattucson.org. There's ways to engage as an individual volunteer. Also a big part of what we do, we're deeply grateful for the corporations and groups, faith communities that come and they experience the team building. And so you can also uh, be a corporate volunteer, a group volunteer and and sign up as a collective of friends that want to come make a difference for a day. And in a group that wants to come together, especially if it's a corporate group, is there a minimum or a maximum size for a group that you can have? There's not. Any size group, all are welcome. They all they all make meaningful impact. So no minimum size requirement, no cost to participate. This is entire entirely an opportunity to engage in meaningful community impact. Very, very cool. And then you mentioned the store. So if you have some items, physical items that want to be donated, do they need to drop that off directly at the store? Is there a pickup opportunity? How does that work? Uh, thank you. So at 935 West Grant, Grant and I-10, we have our Have a Store. And um, you can drop items off. We have a receiving area where volunteers and staff uh, will collect your items, issue a donation receipt. But we also do free pickups throughout uh, Pima County. And so you can schedule that online at habastore.org. Um, those gently used items really help us further our mission um, and serve more families. So we appreciate the support of the community. And those that may not have an item to donate, you can also shop, and that helps support our mission. And so um, we, we just launched an online website that's really a digital storefront for the items in the store. So you can shop online or in person at the store. And what is the website for someone who wants to shop online? Havystore.org. Okay, so you can go online and it'll make it a little easier if they're far away. So you deliver the items as well when someone makes a purchase? We will be shortly. We're currently okay. uh, working on the framework to launch that. Uh, but you can shop online, pick up in store, and then shortly down the road we'll be offering delivery service. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Super easy way to volunteer, super easy way to um, to make donations of physical items. Are there specific items that you can, you know, prefer to take and then can't take? Yeah, so gently use items, so uh, sofas, cabinetry, appliances, uh, doors, uh, windows, tile, uh, any variety of what you think of comprised of a home that's in, is in good condition. When it gets into hazardous materials or pianos, uh, things of that nature, uh, we don't accept. But all that is listed on our website of the items that we do and don't accept. Okay, great. And is that the habistore.org or is that the regular habistore.org? Yep. Perfect. And then if someone wanted to volunteer as part of one of the other uh, committees, is that the same process for signing up to volunteer or how... How do they apply for those kind of positions or admin volunteering, things like this? Yeah, so really our, our first spot is either making a call to our Habitat offices, which is 520-326-1217. Gina Hansen's our director of volunteer resources and would be the best person to speak with, and she could shepherd you through the process. You can also connect with Gina through our website at habitattucson.org and capture the information um, about opportunities as well as submit your interest. 
And then in addition to the physical items that can be donated, you also take monetary donations, which of course are a big part of how this is able to function, you know, how you're able to provide homes for people to buy in this manner. And so what does that look like as far as, vol- or as far as the, the donations, how do they, vol- or how do they, I keep mixing up volunteer <laughs> yeah. and donate, do both volunteer it and donate. It all makes the world go around to have it that, yeah. <laughs> Um, if someone wanted to make a monetary <laughs> donation, is that also on the website? It is. You can make a, a gift online. You can also reach out to our staff. Uh, Amy Reichka is our director of philanthropy, and she'd be happy to have a conversation about the many ways you can make a gift to Habitat, um, both now and in the future. And, and, and that really supports local families. And then if someone has a business in Tucson and they're looking for a nonprofit to partner with someone that they can help to make this impact in the community. What does a par- partnership look like with Habitat? Are there any specific needs that you have for those corporate partnerships? Absolutely. So certainly pe- uh, businesses in the construction trades are really resourceful for us. When we can get skilled work that comes in and helps accelerate our schedule, when we can get materials um, at cost or even below cost or gift in kind, in support of a tax deduction, those really lengthen our impact. And we're incredibly grateful for those that consider those opportunities. Also from a business perspective, the value of being able to send your teams and contribute to the mission affordable housing, contribute to benefiting your your community. There's lots of opportunities to engage in Habitat uh, by sending your team to support the mission. And you mentioned earlier that it's a good team building exercise. Absolutely. No better way to get out of the office and share the outdoors and uh, work alongside some really special people, our volunteers, our staff, as well as our future home buyers. And you learn about their journey. You understand the power of the mission and the need to produce more affordable housing. And, you know, I am always talking about trying to volunteer as a family and trying to talk to your family, talk to your kids about what it means and why we're giving back. And even though kids are not going to be able to go and physically build a house and be part of it in that way, if as their parents you're going and you're making a point to go volunteer and, you know, take a few pictures of what you're doing and learn a little bit about the family that you're building for, that's still a really great opportunity. Then when you come home and you sit around the dinner table and talk about what you did that day and why you did it and the impact that is going to be made through helping a family to get into a home that they can afford. That, Uh, I mean, uh, that process, just that discussion is a very powerful thing. And it's a really good example for your kids of getting into the community and giving back to the community. Absolutely. It's it's a powerful mission and you, you will walk away from your day at Habitat with stories to tell and why it's important and why it matters. And really it's about, people helping people. And I don't know that there's a better story than that to share with your children. Absolutely. I completely agree. Thank you for being here today. We were talking with Charlie Buchanan, the CEO of Habitat for Humanity. And one more time, if you're interested in getting involved, donating or helping, volunteering, can you give us that phone number and website? Sure. It's 520-326-1217, habitattucson.org, or for the store, it's habistore.org. Okay, thank you so much. Again, you you can also find information about Habitat for Humanity and some of the nonprofits we've had on the show at Center Stage Tucson. 
on Facebook and Instagram. Always feel free to reach out if you have questions or you'd like more information about what was shared. And we look forward to having you next week. Stay tuned for the I Am Real Estate Show coming next and make sure you listen in to the Die November discussion that we're going to have at the end of the I Am Real Estate Show. I've got lots of Die November starter kits for anyone who wants them. 520-373-6864 or you can stop by Indie Realty right across from Udall at 7255 East Tankerverde Road and pick those up. If you don't know what it is, I will be posting it on our page. See you next week.